Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, before we get rolling with today's episode, I wanted to give you guys a heads up about something. So the Secret Sister Circle, which of course is my membership for Wives of Alcoholics, turns one year old in July. So it's been almost one year since I started the membership. Um, there have been so many great things about it. It's literally the most exciting thing that I've ever been a part of. I absolutely love it. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. Um, we have lots of ladies in there now, and I'm so blessed to have any sort of input into their lives whatsoever, but they're just all such beautiful, encouraging women. But at any rate, we're coming up on a year, um, of the membership. And so I wanted to let you know that because of that, uh, the back catalog or the library, which you also get access to when you join, is quite extensive at this point because I have been releasing two lessons per month. Um, and there's a couple of uh, extra bonuses in there. There's a whole toolbox full of a bunch of really cool stuff that I add to frequently as well. So it's basically just been the material and the content has just been growing, growing, growing over time. Because of that, the price is increasing. Come July, the price is going up. So if you have thought about joining the Secret Sister Circle, you've been on the fence about it at all, now is the time because it will never be lower than it is right now. This is the lowest price that it's going to be going forward. Um, I don't ever put it on sale. Uh, the price never goes backwards. So basically the lowest it's ever going to be going forward is the price that it is right now. So if you have been thinking about it, please go ahead and jump in. You can find out more about it and you can join on my website, marriedtoaddiction.com. You just click the Get Help drop down and you will see the tab there for the membership. Would love to have you join us. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today we're talking about a question that I hear almost daily. And that question is, should I confront my husband about his drinking? You've probably thought about this yourself. Should you confront your husband every time he drinks? And this is something that I definitely did <laughs> back when my husband was deep in addiction. Um, but I've learned a few things since then. And we're going to talk about those today. So one of the things that I hear a lot when people bring this up is, well, I don't want to not say anything. Because if I don't say anything, then he's going to think that I think it's okay. And it's not okay. I remember saying those same words many, many, many times. But here's what I want you to know about that. And I know that this can be kind of hard to hear and it might kind of go against what your brain is telling you and what your feelings are telling you, but this is actual facts. Not saying anything is not enabling his drinking because it's not your responsibility to monitor his behavior or to correct his behavior. I want to say that one more time because I know that sometimes some of this stuff just sounds so backwards. Trust me, I understand if you're thinking that makes no sense to me right now where I'm at in my head because I used to say the same exact things and think the same exact things. But I want you to know 
that this is the truth. Not saying anything to your husband about his drinking is not enabling him because it's not your responsibility to monitor his behavior or to correct his behavior. So that's probably the biggest thing to remember here. And I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit as we continue on here. But the other thing is, the likelihood is that nothing you will say is going to make him magically stop drinking anyway. Usually all that it does is leads to conflict, a big fight, a huge blow up, um, you know, continuous resentment, anger, bitterness, all of those things. I remember threatening my husband, um, you know, giving him ultimatums, just I, I tried everything in the book and I would pretty much daily confront him about his drinking because I had it in my mind that I can't not say anything because if I don't say anything, he's going to be like, oh, cool. Well, she must not mind today. He knows. Okay. He knows you don't like it. And the only thing that bringing it up is going to do is cause a fight. It's going to cause conflict. It's going to cause screaming and yelling, maybe in front of your kids. We, we did that. We did that. And I hate that we did that, but we did. But it really only just leads to conflict. And there's truthfully no point in engaging with somebody or arguing with somebody who has been drinking, which when we confront them about their drinking is pretty much when they're drinking, right? So we're trying to argue with a drunk person. We're trying to reason with a drunk person. They can't hear you. They won't hear you. Even under the best circumstances, having a conversation like this can be challenging. But when the person is inebriated, forget it. It is not. It is totally falling on deaf ears. He is not hearing you. And nothing that you say in that moment is likely to make him change anything that he's doing. So not saying anything about it is not for him. It's for you. It's for your peace. It's for your peace of mind and your household, the peace of your household, the peace of the kids who you may be arguing in front of now. It's not for your husband. It's for you. It's for your kids. It's for your peace. It won't help if it won't help anyway, and it won't help him on his side, then all you're doing is affecting you. All you're doing by bringing this up and by, you know, causing a conflict about it and by starting a fight about it, or even sometimes just you're questioning him about it, right? I mean, I didn't always yell at my husband. Sometimes I would just like, you know, decide, okay, well, I'm just going to ask. I knew the answer. I knew it was going to happen, but I would just, I'm just going to ask. It doesn't, it didn't do anything but affect me in the long run. It didn't do anything but affect my son who was small in the long run. Because the truth of the matter is that an alcoholic is going to find a way to drink, whether you call them out on it or not. They're just going to get more crafty. They're just going to get more creative. They're just going to get more secretive. They're just going to get more dis deceitful if they feel like you're constantly checking up on them. So if you're not going to say anything, what do you do when you really, really, really want to say something? And you know those times that I'm talking about, and I had tons of them. I'd be driving home from work, and I would start on my rampage before I even got out of my car. I would already be all worked up because the whole way home, I'm thinking to myself, 
I bet he's been drinking today. And we talked about this just yesterday. And I'm so tired of this. And I know he's going to be drinking. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, I can't do this anymore. And I'm going to tell him, like, today's going to be the day. I'm going to tell him, like, this is it. And I would just start, before I even got home, I would start. I would start the argument in the car by myself because I was getting so ramped up and worked up. So if you are in that pattern, how do you get yourself out of it? What do you do instead when you really, really want to say something if you're not supposed to say something? The first thing is I want you to think about that. I want you to, instead of thinking all those thoughts that I just talked about and ramping yourself up, before you start reacting that way, I want you to think, what is, what is my end goal? If I engage, if I confront, how is it going to end? Is my end goal going to be, or is my desired end goal going to be the way that this works out? How has it ended before? Has it ever worked out for the better before? Have you ever gotten your desired end result from having a confrontation or an argument or a conversation with your husband when he's drunk? My guess is the answer is probably no. It has probably never worked out the way that you hoped that it would. It has never worked out with him saying, you know what, you're right. Let's get in the car and go to, to treatment center right now. It almost never works out that way. So think before you react, before you start getting yourself all worked up and ramped up. Think about it. How is it going to end? What is going to be the purpose of this conversation? And am I going to get my desired purpose out of it? Because if you're not, all you're doing is destroying your peace with that conversation. That's it. That's it. And maybe the peace of your kids, like I said. So when you get home, after you have... Um, got into the right mindset by doing those things, by thinking before you react, the best way is to just remove yourself from the situation. If you walk in and he has been drinking and you can tell that you were right, okay, he's drunk. Remove yourself from the situation and disengage. Give yourself a minute. Have some deep breaths. Um, maybe go to your devotional or your Bible or um, turn on some lighthearted TV or, um, I don't know, do something to distract yourself. Something to distract yourself and disengage yourself while you are in kind of that heat of the moment where you've just walked in and you know that he's been drinking, okay? How can you disengage from that situation? And then the next thing is, and the more important thing is, say a prayer. Say a prayer to release it. Say a prayer for peace. And then you set it down and you give it to God. This is God's battle to fight. This is not your battle to fight. It is God's place to correct him. It is God's place to control everything behind the scenes. It is not yours. The other thing I want you to remember here, and this is so important, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before. If you're giving this over to God, or you're trying to give it over to God, and you want God to go to work on this problem for you, if your voice remains the loudest voice in your husband's ear, How's he going to hear God? When God starts working on him and in his heart and in his mind and in his life, will he hear it if you're constantly coming home and having, you know, uh, having a fit and having a big knockdown drag out because you're confronting him about his drinking constantly? Will he even be able to hear God? Or is he constantly either physically hearing you or hearing all the things that you said play over and over again in his head later that day or the next day? You've got to create that space. And silence sometimes can be the loudest thing because then that's when God can start to speak and that's when God can start to work. So do what you can to protect the peace 
of yourself, for yourself and for your children. Because like I said, confrontation almost always in this situation is going to do nothing but destroy your peace and the peace of your household. Now, what if you do decide, or what if it does come to the point that you feel like you do need to have a conversation and you've told yourself, you know, I'm not going to yell at him every day when I get home from work anymore. It's not going to be like a knockdown drag out, but I still feel like I should say something. How do you do that? How do you have that conversation? The first thing is you have to make sure that it is God led. And by that, I mean, does God want you to have that conversation? Or is that going to be another situation where God is trying to work and you're going to kind of step in between him and your husband? So pray about that conversation if you feel the need to have it. And don't move forward with it if you don't feel peace about it. That's for everything in your life, period. But especially with this, if you feel peace about having that conversation and you do feel like it's God-led, that's a whole other story. You want to make sure that you don't attack. And if you feel peace about a conversation and it is a God-led conversation, then you're probably pretty clear on the fact that God doesn't want you to attack, right? That'll fall on deaf ears anyway. So what you'll want to do if you do feel led to have that conversation is make sure it's loving and that it's about concern and not about accusation, threats, etc. And lastly, if you do decide to have that conversation and it is God-led, you want to make sure that you're offering help and support and then you're listening and you're being open to what he's saying. Because sometimes when we do have these conversations and we do come at it from a loving, with a loving spirit, and our husband does feel like he can open us up to us in that situation, you know, you may, you may hear some things that you don't necessarily want to hear, but it may be something that he really needs you to hear. Like in my husband's situation, he just wanted me to understand what he was going through. And he tried to tell me that in a number of different ways. But I didn't really get it until I went to family week that week and really started learning about addiction and about what he was going through. So bottom line is not usually the best idea to have that combo. Nine times out of 10, especially if it's going to be heated, it is probably not going to do anything but destroy your peace. But if the time ever does come and you feel like God is leading you to have that conversation, then there are definitely some ways to go about it to where it's much more, much better received than if it's just an attack and an accusation. So I hope that's been helpful for you. As always, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.